Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Titans of E-Commerce podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, we're going to be talking about a client avatar, what that is, what it means, what you should be using it for in your business, and how it's going to help you. And I think it's going to be very, very beneficial. It's going to give you clarity and help you not only in content creation, but also in ad creation as well. So let's get into today's episode. All right, so what is a client avatar? A client avatar is a uh, like make-believe person or your target audience. I like to make it a person, a very specific person that I'm going to be creating content that I'm creating the products and services and things like that for. So it's beneficial to give a name to or a face to the person that you're creating your content for, your product for, specifically when you're thinking about product creation or um, what demographic you're trying to reach. Like a lot of times when you're working on your business, you might not be thinking, you know, who am I actually creating this for? How am I going to make this as effective as possible for that audience? And it's important to think about that. What are the people going through that are going to be reading this? What are the people going through that are going to be hearing a, hearing this? Because it, if you can empathize with them, where they're at, what they're going through, you're going to be able to create not only a lot better products and offers, but also better content. You're going to connect with them on a much deeper level. So that's why it's important to create a client avatar. And one thing that I think a lot of business owners fail to realize in their digital marketing is that this is your business. You're creating it as you go. You don't have to do business with people that you don't like. So you can create avatars of people that you don't want to be attracting in your business. Or you can do the opposite of, you know, in typically in every business, um, you have your client that is your ideal client. People that you love working for, love working with, and you feel really, really uh, fulfilled when you're able to do work with these people and it just feels good to work with them. So this is your business. It's completely in your court to choose who you're going to do business with. And not only that, if you're doing any paid advertising, you don't have to go out and seek out people who are going to give you headaches and things. So I think that's why it's really, really important to be clear on who you're going to be marketing to and who your content is going to be resonating with and who you're hoping to resonate with. And if you don't think about that and you don't set that target, it's never going to happen. That might I mean you'll, it might happen on accident, but probably it will happen less than if you were intentional about it. So let's get into what you should be focusing on with your client avatar. So I mentioned that I like to give a name to the person that I'm creating this avatar for specifically. Um, and if I typically do that after I'm, I'm done with it so that I'm creating it for a person in mind. Um, I will think about typically my favorite clients that I've worked with and then kind of find the commonalities for them. And I'll give them what their age is, what their gender is. Are they married, not married? How many children do they have? Where do they live? Do they have pets? What kind of animals do they have? What kind of pets do they have? Um, what is their annual income? Sometimes what kind of car do they drive? Uh, what is their level of education? And anything else that I can think of. Now, I mentioned what kind of car do they drive. That's kind of a silly thing to say, but, um, you know, in specific businesses that I have, there are some commonalities between people and the cars that they drive. You know, specifically when I'm thinking of my real estate business, my best clients consistently drive Toyota Priuses. And that sounds weird, but I guess it 
probably kind of makes sense thinking about it. Um, you know, people who drive Priuses are pr very practical people. They're not driving a Prius, you know, to score any fashion points with it. It's not like a, a beautiful car. It's really practical. It's affordable, and it helps them to be practical. There's really no other reason for it other than this is a, a great car that helps get me from point A to point B in an affordable way. And so, um, you know, if people too like to support not being efficient and not using, being wasteful and, and things like that too. So I'm sure it says some things about how they are in that respect as well. But um, just I'll, I'll add that in there sometimes as well. You know, f so when I'm thinking about this though, it's important that I figure out who I'm going to be reaching. So this is important for when I'm thinking about what their goals and values are, where they get their information from. That definitely depends and changes based on age and marital status and things like that, where they live in the country or, or the world, what their cha challenges and pain points are, what their objections or p potential objections are with respect to the offers that I'm going to be putting out there, and then what their roles are in the purchase process. So we're going to go through those a little bit more in depth, but it's it's just very important to think about you know, who am I going to be targeting? Who is this ideal person? If I could do business with this person, my ideal client looks like this person. And I'm going to be creating all of the content, all of the marketing to appeal, maybe for a campaign, not everything, but for campaigns and things to appeal to that ideal client. So it's going to change based on what your business is, where you are in, in the world, and also um, what kind of a sales cycle you have and, and things like that. So Think about these things and then go on to the next step. So what motivates your potential client or your ideal client? That's something that you need to think about. And these next sections here that we're going to complete on this client avatar are important to think about because figuring out what motivates them is going to help you to sell to them ultimately. And so, thinking about what are their goals and what are their values. So for example, I have a client avatar that I market to in my real estate business. One is a up and comer who is saving, has good income and has a, a young family and is looking for their first home. And this is actually a pretty common profile. People in their mid to later thirties, um, pretty young kids and have great credit, have some substantial savings, and are looking for that first home to purchase. So um, what are their goals and what are their values? In this case, one thing that is their goal is that they want to have a place with um, that they can start building equity in. They don't want to be paying um, somebody else's rent. So getting financially, even more financially stable is a goal that they have. Um, one thing that they value is being close to good schools, good neighborhoods. They have, um, they want a, a great place to raise their family because family is important to them. So that's one of their values. Now it's you, when you're creating copy for content or ads, you can really use this information to help you in those spaces for sure. So the next thing to consider when creating your client avatar is sources of information. Where do they get their information from? 
where are they spending time um, reading or consuming content and so you know things that I think about here are what kind of books are they reading what kind of magazines do they read if any what blogs and websites are they on um, which conferences do they go to who do they look up to um, as kind of like a, a guru or something and is there any other kind of sources of information that are going to be helpful or beneficial so I'll give you some examples from my other podcast which is the veterinary marketing po podcast where my ideal client avatar is somebody in the veterinary industry who's either a a practice owner or a practice manager, um, where do they get their information from? So uh, books, there are a few specific authors in the veterinary industry who write books. Um, there's also the a few veterinary manuals that I target as well. Magazines, there's um, a, a lot of magazines like Pulse and specific industry trade magazines that these people are reaching this is i mean reaching to for information it's definitely a lot easier if you're in the business to business space um, to think about this uh, with you know um, business to consumer it's a little bit different for sure so for example in the uh, real estate business one source of information that people really get a lot of information for it's consistent a hundred percent across the line everybody who's searching for a home it's like a prerequisite that you have to be watching HGTV because clients will mention that they started watching HGTV religiously um, just before they go out and start to buy a house. So that's one thing. Um, but where are these people getting their information from? It's helpful because it'll let you target interest-based ads in Facebook. So, you know, when I'm doing veterinary stuff, it's DVM 360. It's uh, other major publications and websites in the veterinary industry that are facing towards professionals um, when it's uh, consumers like in my real estate business it is fixer up or um, flip or flop HGTV those kind of things think about what what do people talk about what do they what do you hear where where are they spending time um, looking and consuming at information um, and use that in the ads that you're creating and the targets that you're you're going after The next thing to consider are challenges and pain points. So what are the challenges that these people face? And then what really is, is something that is a problem that you can solve for? And what is a pain point that working with you is going to solve? And this is very, very important. You can use this information to create content, to create offers and products, and, and really figure out what it is that you're doing to serve your audience so that you can grow your business. Um, and if you can solve these problems for your ideal client, you're going to attract more of them. So, you know, for example, challenges and pain points. One of the client types that I have and one of the skill sets that I have in the real estate industry is that I can help busy people who are out of the area by creating custom walkthrough videos and send those out. So I have some clients who are really high-end clients. They're trying to buy a very expensive property, but they're professionals and they are busy. So I send them these videos of a walkthrough and it lets them see the property without having to go visit it. They can do it in their spare time. And um, if they end up liking it, then they can come down. So challenges, you know, did, are they time crunched? Do they have lots of kids? Are they, you know, having trouble being like, let's say you're trying to sell a house. For example, I go back to this real estate because I have real estate business, so it's on, on my mind. But, you know, do they have small kids in the house and they don't want to do open houses and have to clean the house over and over and over again? They just want to get it 
sold with, you know, getting everybody through the property at once, getting offers and, and closing it out without too much pain. Um, but, but challenges and pain points are different from each other because challenges are things that, um, problems that they face and, and pain points is really things that are hurting them. The last realtor that they, they tried to sell their house with, maybe they fell out of escrow three times. And so they had to keep showing it over and over and over again. Or, you know, maybe uh, one of their pain points is that they, they feel really, really guilty that they are working all the time. And so then when they do get home, they feel like they need to spend time with their family instead of doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. So what are their pain points is different than what are their challenges for sure. So figure those out and that will be very, very valuable to you and your business. So the last thing that we have here is objections and roles in the purchase process. So what are the pot potential objections that you get and how can you overcome these and bridge that gap in the content that you create in the offer, in the copy and these things. So it's important to know what you're up against. Objections, those are pretty simple. Everybody knows what objections are, especially if you're selling anything, you hit, you see those objections all the time, for sure. The next thing is role in the purchase process. So it's important that you're targeting somebody who can actually be a decision maker. If you're not targeting a decision maker, you need to create tools so that these information gatherers can then get that information to the decision maker too. So thinking about that, how are you targeting, you know, creating ads for the 12 year old in the family who is not a decision maker in that in the home purchase that they're going to be moving in, you know, they, they don't have any say in it. It's important that you're actually figuring out who has a role in the, in the purchase process, um, what that role is, and then how to, you know, find a way to close the deal with you and, and the other person in that purchasing role as well. So that's definitely something to consider when you're creating content and ads and offers and all that stuff. So I hope that this was helpful to you. It's important to think about who you're creating and your, your content for, who you're actively trying to reach in your business, because it's ultimately up to you. You get to decide who you do business with. You might as well figure out the right audience and the right target so that you enjoy it and you're very fulfilled because I think we can all relate that we have ideal dream clients and we have nightmare clients and so figuring out how to go for those ideal clients that you know produce really fulfilling results in your business that's ultimately the the goal that we're all going for so it's completely up to you you can do it and um, luckily you're in charge so Hope that you have a fantastic day. Don't forget to leave me an honest review in iTunes or Google Play, wherever you're listening to this. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you're listening in Anchor, be sure to send me a call in. If you haven't checked out Anchor yet, head on over to the App Store, download Anchor, and be sure to add me, Brandon Brashears there. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you ever have any questions, comments, need help with anything, please be sure to send me an email at brandonbrashears at gmail.com. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a fantastic day.